Indiana Jones, Indiana It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we tackle the controversies of Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull one minute at a time. My name's Tom Taylor. I'm the Admiral Pete Marcus Mummert. Um, Gerald Christopher Peanut Buster Parfait Porter. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> and <laughs> actually, right quick, Pete, do you know what you know what a parfait is? No. You know what parfait means? It means perfect. Yes, exactly. Oh, parfait is French for perfect. Yeah, so it's a it's a perfect peanut buster. Here, watch this. You just teed me up perfectly. And we've got a parfait of a guest with us again today, <laughs> Mr. Paul Sullivan. Welcome back, Sullivan. Merci, merci beaucoup. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Such a smoothly running machine. This is glorious. I know. Je parle un peu de français. J'ai habité en Suisse pour deux ans. Wow. I assume that's gross. Yeah, no, I actually said I I, I speak a, a little French. I lived, yeah. I, I lived in I lived in French. I lived in uh, Switzerland for two years as a kid. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah, very did, cool. Did you ever cross the line and see the naked ladies dance? Oh yeah. Well, you know that that was actually I, I I relayed a story in one of the earlier that I uh, didn't see Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, when it initially came out because I was living in Europe and I and we walked in late oh yeah and i didn't see any of the scene in south america it just started with porkins i thought oh this is how the movie starts and i loved it and <laughs> all the people were out there hey remember that scene when the spiders were over <laughs> and the bowler was chasing him i said no i don't remember any of this what are you talking about <laughs> and uh but yeah that was a as i said I, I saw it for the first time twice uh once when i saw it missing the beginning and then i saw it with the beginning and i was like oh my god this is great and now we're making you but, see yeah. this one twice yeah, we, yeah, this we're is, sorry. I, 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 yeah, this is uh, this is the opposite of that experience. Uh, <laughs> well, we are sorry, um, but we're glad you're here. No, it's okay. We're gonna it's have okay. fun. We're here. We're, we're here. We're gonna have fun with it. That's we're right. Here. We can have fun. Here we got this a scene. Is fun, folks. This is fun, folks. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> if you're ever wondering, this is what fun looks like. Uh, this has been a 26. It's fun. It begins with Indy yes. acknowledging Dean Stanforth, who has just interrupted his class. And it ends Ooh. with Stanforth telling Indy he doesn't know what he had. Wait, <laughs> he sort of stopped in mid uh, sentence there. Is that his name, Stanforth? I yeah, looked it up. Yeah. I looked I it up just on the internet say, movie database. You don't know that, do you, Tommy? No, yeah. I don't. I because I, I have him down just as is Dean Charlie. Yeah, I just I assumed it was. Academy Award winning character actor Jim Broadbent. Yeah. No, yeah. I assume too. I, I, I was just in. You know, now I kind of, I was perfectly ready to just call him Jim Broadbent the entire time and I never, never learned his name, but I figured I should look it up and I did. <laughs> I'm glad you did. He's, yeah. he's Jim Broadbent. You're he's the welcome. Dude from, uh, you know, Can 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 from uh, yeah. Moulin Rouge. Time Bandits. <laughs> yeah, the, the game show host in Time Bandits. The map, please. Wow. Wait, no one knows that song. No one knows. I have it on my iPhone. I have it on my iPhone. Okay, you blew my mind. 
<laughs> no one ever sings that closing credit song and, and i love that song yeah Only it's a great song away yeah yes. and it's the greatest ending for a children's film spoiler alert for time bandits which came out the same year as raiders of the lost ark yeah the parents blow up sean connery's fine with it and the kid <laughs> is neither sad nor happy yet confused at what the world is like and then god rolls up the map Hugh George Harrison. Yeah, that's yeah. how you end a movie. You know, I watched the, I watched that with, I, I found that when I first got a DVD player, I watched that, and I, uh, it had the, the, you know, director's commentary on it, and he describes yeah. that scene as like, oh, you know, Sean, you know, his parents blow up, Sean Connery gives him a little wink, so you sort of know he'll always be there for the kid and everything. I'm like, that's not what I got from the ending of that movie at all. <laughs> he got in the fire yeah. truck and drove off, and the kid's all by himself with his exploded parents. That's a sad yeah. movie. It's a, it's, but that's, it's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> and and evidently there you know that was obviously uh, George Harrison's handmade films put that together yeah. and there were some people uh, Harrison apparently didn't think this but other people were worried that what would the reaction be to the kids parents blowing up and when they screened it the the kids went berserk and started clapping because it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> well wait i never thought see i yeah that's ridiculous i don't think i mean George, like uh, you know, Sean Connery winked the fireman winks at the kid, and it's sort of like this transcendental wink. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like that. That's how the whole cosmos is, kid. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Going over and here. None of it. None of it was a dream. You lived through it all. Yeah. And in the end, you're smarter than your parents, who were obsessed with television and buying appliances. Yeah. Your curiosity of the world. You don't need them. Right. You don't need them. But you yeah. do need to just stand here in your bathrobe by yourself in front of your <laughs> charred house with your dead parents. And Anywho, what does he do? And, oh, my God. That's amazing. All right. Anyways, thank you for our singing that. That's been our, dis yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. been our discussion of the Kingdom of the Crystal yeah. Skull. Come I back found next out time that when was... we discuss uh, Tootsie <laughs> for an hour and a half. <laughs> I couldn't believe that was George Harrison. I had no yeah. idea until like two years ago. It's a yeah. great song. Anyway. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, it is a great song and a great movie and Jim Broadbent's in it. And, uh, oh yeah. So, I mean, we were, you know, the beginning of, or the end of last minute, we got this sort of, you know, Marcus like approach of Jim Broadbent going down the hallway, yeah. entering the classroom as we've seen twice now in two different movies, but we see yeah. right away that Jim Broadbent is not like Marcus 2.0. He's not the replacement Marcus. Cause Indy is like, yes. Like he's, he's really annoyed. Yeah. He's not excited to see yeah. him at yeah. all. He's not warm to him. He's like, what? I'm trying to teach her. See, I think he's trying to get out his aggression that he never showed Marcus for his character change last movie. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> I like that. What well, is interesting, I've never seen Indy hiss like that before. I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It, like that, yeah, he goes, like he could because okay, in Raiders, Marcus comes in and he continues teaching as if it's normal for Marcus to enter the classroom. And obviously he's going to talk to Marcus like 10 minutes after yeah. the class. And he's got stuff this, to tell him. He's, yeah, you know, this, you know, he's got right. big stuff to tell him. This, you know, uh, uh, Jim Broadbent comes in and, and Indy finishes, not the class, he finishes his sentence <laughs> and then hisses. Right. Yeah, yeah, yes. And you're like, whoa. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen this before. Certainly not in this professional Marshall Barnett atmosphere. Right. And and the the dean calls him professor. 
He doesn't call him Indy or calls him yeah. Indy. yeah 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 and and there's there's no sense of there's no sense of warmth no that he has no. with him at all which goes not to this minute but the next minute there seems to be a wild contradiction yeah. yes but, yeah but, yeah but, but I, we'll get to that and uh, that's uh, that's a preview for tomorrow's minute but that there is a a sense at least from my point of view that this is you know we've just seen him clash with russians we've just seen him clash with government bureaucracy and now it seems like he's about to clash with university bureaucracy yeah. so it's it's another level of of indiana jones even though he's not called that in this movie we'll get to that in a minute <laughs> um sort of going up against people and like throwing p- things at you in this movie like look at all these people who are against indy yeah and uh, and and Jim Broadbent in in this scene at least seems like an antagonist, and certainly you know certainly someone who is who gets the ire of Indy in this. Yeah, scene. at yeah. least yeah. might not yeah. have his back or something. Yeah. Well, check check this out. So as Indy, you know, uh, Jim Broadbent says, "May I have a word with you?" And it's it's fascinating. He interrupts the class. He doesn't yeah. wait like another twelve minutes until it's over. But okay, yeah, even, it's, it's even clearly... army intelligence didn't interrupt his class. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, <laughs> but check this out. You know, so he comes. He says, "May I have a word with you?" And as Indy's exiting, you know, he says, "Okay, remu- review Michelson chapter four. And I thought for a second. Okay, look, maybe that's why Indy is so furious here. He's like, yes, because he never can get past Michelson chapter four. Yeah, and and also like he yeah, he never like ever they get up to chapter four and he's always interrupted. Right. <laughs> See, I think that's more evidence that Indy's just not a real teacher. Like he's yeah. still yeah. like there have been a lot of huge <laughs> developments in archaeology in these twenty one <laughs> yeah. years, but he's still using the same old text. He's still right. using it. So I, I wondered is the is the course called Michelson? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But you know, in Raiders it was Michelson four and five. Yeah. And this but that was just, you know, that's just it. They never got to him. That was just <laughs> think, you know well, what I mean? I if think you think now, about it. I don't think he ever you know assigns anything past chapter four because he's like you know i, I assigned four he's never five there. at one time and i was off to you know yeah. cairo the next minute yeah, yeah so. like for 19 years in a row yeah once yeah. he never time. gets yeah that's why he's like i'll be in my office ah, no i won't i'll say yeah. you kids Who have been great have you guys kids. have you guys ever seen the movie the the visitor with richard jenkins the one of the great that guys in film yeah. history got his nomin uh, got an oscar nomination for it and it was the best and it was he plays a a professor and in the in the opening one of the opening scenes of the film he's starting his new year uh, teaching a, a class and he has like the previous year's syllabus and he just whites out the year and writes <laughs> the new year in it as if to say i'm just doing the same i'm not i'm just the same stuff every year and i i can't help i started thinking of that when you were saying that jerry like that's probably what indy does what the hell was last year's syllabus <laughs> yeah. yeah we're just doing the same thing again same michelson doesn't matter doesn't matter same stuff i'm just saying this is here to give me a health plan so I can run around grave robbing and, and everything. So. Well, yeah, because if, if you look on the blackboard, it's got the uh, the Sankara stones. There's a list of Chinese dynasties, which I think he probably used that as a vehicle to discuss Nurhachi. And there's a list of the crowns of Egypt, which he was talking about looting the Ark of the Covenant. Like, I think everything he talks about is just what he's done. 
Oh, maybe. Wow. What if this is kind of like the usual suspects that he actually hasn't done any of these things? These oh, are all maybe. stuff written on the blackboard. Yeah. Let's get back to the Kobayashi burial in Hazleton. Yeah. And Marcus and Marcus just a, Marcus just enabled it. Oh yes, no, these are wonderful. And there's just like it's a broken teacher. it's a broken coffee cup that says Kobayashi in the bottom. From, yeah, this from, from the yeah, ninety nine cent got a, store. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine cent store cross. Oh, this is kind of a wonderful place. In our in our Spanish, wow. you know, as he's stuck in this room with a boiler in it, that's yeah. you know, crying Elvis on velvet. That's beautiful. And oh, yeah. this will find a yeah, so, spot in the museum. Too. But the people I brought are important, and they're waiting for you. And it's yeah. it's, it's like it's like Shutter you. Island, you know. Shutter <laughs> exactly. Island with um, How many I didn't more look films it up, can I, I think spoil? I know oh, uh, what? I'm sorry. How many more films can I spoil? Time Bandits, as was Shutter hey. Island, the Usual Suspects. It's a sled. Um, <laughs> he's his mom. Uh, I didn't look it up, but I think I know the difference between migration and uh, Exodus. Oh yeah, one is Jimmy Buffett, and the other's Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm glad I only got we've reached that. a new level of stupid. We have reached a new level of stupid on this podcast. No, what, what, what is it? That's a great. That's a go ahead, Tommy. Again, I didn't look it up, but I think that migration is people moving. You know, based on their their needs, they like have to travel over here because they're hunters and gatherers, and they you know the, bee, the berries are over this way. An exodus is they have to move. They're being shuttled out for some reason, like like either something catastrophic is happening or political, and they have to all pick up and move. Yeah, well, like an exodus the, uh, is you urgent. Know, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind yeah. of casual. Like they might move to someplace for a little while, but they'll probably move someplace else or come back. Yeah. I didn't read Michelson, so I'm not totally sure. But yeah. <laughs> no one ever does, Tommy. <laughs> but there is there uh, there's this line in the script here that I'm hoping is a reference oh. to uh, Young Indiana Jones. Um, okay. It says the God students Pete. look up sharply. Indy and the dean are visible through the glass. Indy looks like he's going to clobber him. <laughs> <laughs> well, huh. so it's weird. So we 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 hear. What? <laughs> and and I, I want I really want to know what the dean said to him before that because you know it, it you know we know what the line after is but is the line the line before the Lord checked your files and he knows you peeked at the ark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it. just like what what exactly does the dean say? And and I'm 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 gonna say that the the following line has got me completely confused. After Indy says what, mm-hmm. Dean Charlie says, "I have no idea the pressure coming from the Board of Regents." Or you have no idea. You have no. No, idea. he says, "I have no idea the pressure coming from the Board of Regents." It should be, "You have no idea the pressure coming from the Board of Regents." He doesn't say you. that. No, it's I. He goes, no, I have you... no idea the breath. Well, does it sound like go... that or is it? The... Yes. Eh, it's you. Either that or maybe maybe it's one of those. I mean, it could be, you know, I have no idea, comma, the pressure coming from the Board of Regents. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> a, it's just yeah. yeah. It sounds like I he, does, he to... just leaves off the, the subject. It sounds like he just says, have no idea. He goes, I have right. no idea the pressure coming from the Board of Regents. It's a heated conversation. Their 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 grammar is not going to be. I don't have splendid. a dog in this fight. Uh, just I'm going to sit. I'm going to. I'm just going to assume that someone said something quickly, 
And uh, yeah. as I alluded to in the previous minute, that line's not the issue with this film. God, you're sensible. <laughs> you're not going to get caught in a big, huge argument yeah, over I, I or you. Yeah, that's, it is really, it's weird. That's I listened to it mature. 20 times. Promise you. He goes, Nobody ah. cares anymore. Jerry, we yeah, moved on. There are CGI prairie dogs in this film. I'm, yeah. it, we could yeah. survive Jim Broadbent swallowing a line. <laughs> I love how he says controversy yeah well, controversy yeah do yeah. you know what the the real crime podcast that i produce real crime profile features laura richards who is a, a wonderful person and she's uh amongst her many uh credits on her resume is 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 her uh background in new scotland yard and she speaks you know very proper british voice and she has said controversy so oh, a, a bunch of times and said it in a way like going, ooh, and uh, and she said aluminum in a different way, like alu- aluminum. Yes. Which yeah. Does she really... say I instead of you? <laughs> yes, yes, that's a British thing. <laughs> Does she say sabotage? Yes. Um, um, but yes, that that's uh, and she says inverted commas whenever she says something in quotes. So well, that, put that in inverted commas, and I I love it. I, I you know. Anything British sounds smarter than anything we do. It so, yeah, it should be called inverted yeah. commas, which is you know, if you said that in a Boston accent, inverted commas, he's like, oh god, what a dumbass. And you say it in a British voice, and then all of a sudden you're you know you're you're a genius. But yeah, she, she, I just brought that up to plug the other podcast, but also uh, this, that she had said controversy in the same way. So, so that's the thing. It's a British thing. Well, so it's so it's, he's is, right and we're wrong. Is Dean Chuckles British? <laughs> yeah. Chuckles the clown. I mean, is, is he is show? he British or is, or is he doing that affected New England thing? No, he's yeah, British. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that either. The same the same way that Marcus was. I mean, why do you think they cast yeah. him? They wanted to get a respectable actor who's kind of has the, the Denomelia quality to him. Yeah, yeah. sure, okay, that All made right. sense. Well, okay. speaking of, and I know Tom, you, you're going to hate this and want to walk out of the podcast episode, but mm. I think it's a a really nice touch that they walk by this this uh, painting of Marcus. Well, see, I think that is a nice touch, but I do also know that there are going to be like 50 more touches in the next hour or something. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know, we had like a Marcus watch during Last Crusade. We're like, let's let's keep an eye on our buddy Marcus, see when he actually goes nuts. Does he Mm -hmm. actually go nuts? How nuts does he go? And I feel like I want to kind of do that with like the Marcus tribute watch and keep Mm -hmm. track of because they do. I feel like there's like three too many coming up yeah i think there are too many but i like this one because this one you don't even really notice unless you're right that that kind of i'd be good if that was all of it if that was like the only mention of them or something And this might also be a parallel universe where marcus never got weird no maybe yeah well i'm gonna explain right now how you're wrong Uh oh this is this yeah here this is weird that painting was not on the wall eight seconds ago (laughs) <laughs> oh i went back and I when dean charlie like no it's not i you just can't the angle is weird and like the light is on it so you can't see anything no the, it's like the pictures are actually rearranged coming down that hallway there's a different set of pictures when dean chuckles is coming down the hallway there's a different set of pictures and and there isn't this marcus painting if that is true then that's bad what if marshall is at hogwarts Totally. <laughs> I was might thinking well this. <laughs> it might as well be. Is John is Jim Broadbent not in a Harry Potter movie? I find that hard to believe. I don't know. The odds are. I feel he like he be. should be. 
and that if he's not, it's because this is a Harry Potter movie, and that's how they got him in. <laughs> There's something strange about that Marcus painting. By the way, can I bring up? I don't know. There's there is a movie where they did do that with a painting on purpose, and in the the mm. Mike Nichols film of Catch Twenty Two, there's a scene with Norman Fell and Bob Newhart, and in the scene as Bob Newhart is having kind of a mental breakdown and Norman Fell is letting him do it. He walks past a picture of FDR. And then he, he's on the other side of him. When he walks past it again, it's a picture of Churchill. And then he walks past it again (laughs) and it's a picture of Stalin. And in, in the director commentary, Mike Nichols is Mike Nichols and Steven Soderbergh are having a conversation. He revealed that, yes, that's intentional. There was when they moved over there, a, a PA quickly replaced the picture. And then when he came back, quickly replaced the picture again to just to have that sense in the film. There's a sense of, wait a minute, what's going Did I just and it's never focused on <laughs> the camera was whooshes right past it. So it's not like, look, at it, it's different, but it's like just to keep they did little things like that to keep you yeah. on your toes and, and a little uneasy. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb. The best part of that story is that Norman Fell and Bob Newhart yeah. are in the scene. Yes. Yeah. I happen to be a big fan of the Mike Nichols Catch 20. This minute is all about sure. other films I like. Uh, other than that tells you something, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, I, I happen to be a big fan. As flawed as that film is, I think it's a as a beautiful uh, technical achievement and has moments of real mm-hmm. brilliance in it, and and little weird pieces of humor, um, like the painting, like the, uh, the like the pictures of the three leaders there. And, and so, I honestly think that that's not what's happening in this hallway scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what, Jerry? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think you're right. I think they did plant that picture after he walked by. Maybe the Dean, maybe the Dean carried it in. I watched yeah. the Dean carried it in. <laughs> no, it, they did. Oh I my went... gosh, it is like a totally different set of pictures. It's a totally different <laughs> set right. of pictures. And you know I, what? I, I take it yeah. back. Okay, so the painting is bad. The painting is bad in every way. There should be one <laughs> reference to Marcus and it's coming up and it's, and it's not, Yeah. There's a good reference to Marcus that's solid and kind of, well, you, you know what? Even that one's a little weird. Anyway, they shouldn't mention Marcus. Marcus is dead. He died during Last Crusade. Um, and that's it. No, not really. I like this one. I mean, you know, you don't see it. I don't remember ever seeing this in the movie. I, I remember Up seeing it in the theater, I the but I kind of thought it was kind of neat. Although I never got the sense that Marcus had worked for the college. I felt that he ran a museum. See, yeah. That's another indie wiki dumb thing that just got weird over time. Yeah, like in Raiders, <laughs> he works for the museum and he hangs out with yeah. Indy at the at the college because he's got guys there to talk to him. He brought him there from the museum, and then right. all of a sudden he like works for the college or something. He's like the dean of students or something, which is not. As just I, have no, like, I don't know. It's like when they rewrite like between seasons of a TV show to like you know. Yeah. Make, it's like facts of life like well they stole <laughs> something so now they're all like, like in the same prison you know these students are like yeah they have to like stay like with mrs garrett and like yeah. cook in the kitchen or something <laughs> it's kind of the, the facts of in for life yeah exactly yeah it's, it's, it's a little forced life. and weird well so so is it i guess the 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 story was they're at marshall and then they're at Barnett, and then they're back at Marshall now. And I guess yeah. he was so great that uh, <laughs> they put a picture up 
of Marcus uh, eight seconds ago in the yeah. hall. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got it cleared up. Yeah. Well, well, maybe this was maybe the dean put this up to try to mollify Indy a little bit because he's so angry. Oh man. Let me say, okay, <laughs> yeah. this will, this will <laughs> calm him down a little bit. That's funny. I love when you say that because it wasn't funny when you say it. It's like. not funny at all. <laughs> it's not funny at all. I'm sorry. Well, t- you know what's interesting is is you know, Indy says to review Michelson Chapter Four, and the first thing all the kids do is is they jump up and they start yapping and talking, yeah. and the classroom becomes unruly, yeah. which is which is kind of funny. He didn't say That's like, now go choose a partner. Yeah, <laughs> right. Come over here and eavesdrop on my conversation with the dean. Yeah. Is he upset that they're eavesdropping? Because he, like, he grabs yeah, he is. The he's dean a, yeah, pulls him Absolutely. away. He is, but the dean, yeah. who's worried about the controversy, is he's just happy to stand there in front of the yeah. thin glass door with everybody yeah. listening. But is Indy trying to protect his own reputation here? Is that why he's trying to move it away? Yeah, I think he's really worried about the kids not reading Michaels in chapter four. <laughs> yeah, come on, I, I, I'm trying to teach her. Now, Indy, Indy is a very, very private guy. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, whatever. See, we don't know what Dean Charlie said to him. And so that's, and he goes, what? And that's, you know, and then we, yeah. I love, by the way, I love that he says they're not vandals. You're like, oh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's awesome. He's an archaeologist. Also, maybe he said, (laughs) maybe he said, Henry, they just put up a new painting of Marcus. And Andy goes, what? 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 They're not vandals. (laughs) Yeah. They had every right. Curators. Yeah. (laughs) I actually do like that that outburst of his. He's like, India, like, why are you even angry? They're the FBI. Yeah. They can, you know, yeah. they, they had a search warrant and everything. Yeah. They did it by the yeah. letter of the law. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Indy's yeah. just used to people protecting him from all of his lawbreaking. Like that's what Marcus did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not a very good dean of students. You're supposed <laughs> to be protecting you from the FBI. It really feels like at this point that this was a different movie that was unfolding because you're like, okay, Indy was kidnapped somehow by the Soviets. And he's clashing with the FBI and the FBI is now entering into his sanctuary. And it's really interesting how this just doesn't pay off at all. Like this is a like, yeah. I, mean, I mean, there's no there is no payoff for the whole FBI story, which up until this point is like, you know, is Indy going to be a man with no country and. Uh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no. We're just gonna totally forget about this. This is just it's meaningless. Is it just a way of like showcasing the paranoid times? You know, yeah. McCarthyism and all that. Yeah, that, that, that is. About that later on. Yeah, but yeah that's that seems what like it an is. awful big slather of that. When even that doesn't matter to the movie at all. It's like okay, yeah. I get it. It's the fifties. I, I you know, I think a lot of this. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. Go go ahead, Jerry. You're, you're going to make a better point than me. Well, I, I, no, Tom, you, I, I think you nailed it. It's like they said, we're going to make a movie that's like, you know, one of those 1950s alien things. And so what are the most important things? OK, we got like communists and we got, you know, nuclear testing and uh, we got Little McCarthyism. <laughs> yeah. And we yeah. got we got like you ain't nothing but a hound dog, you know, drag <laughs> right. racing against yeah. uh, <laughs> against army trucks. You know, yeah. well, I felt that, that a lot of that was George Lucas's last attempt to do something American graffiti like, you know, that there was that he was mm-hmm. able to play the all the classic, you know, play the classic songs and do the the let's go to the hop sort of stuff. And 
and and yeah. you know that and throwing in the McCarthyism is like, well, I now understand that this era that I'm so romanticized, romanticized so much in American graffiti, it was actually the early '60s pre Kennedy assassination, which he was really, but that whole '50s early mm-hmm. '60s that he romanticized so much was really not as romantic as I made it out to be in American graffiti. And maybe there's a little bit of that going on there, but, um, but there, yeah. I think there's also when, uh, like it wasn't that long before this, when, the, when the, uh, during the Academy Awards, when they awarded the lifetime achievement award to Elliot Kazan yeah. and Spielberg was one of the only people that, that backed the, you know, that kind of supported that. Oh yeah. Like, Cause oh, everyone was like, oh, it was super controversial yeah. and Warren he had named Beatty. a lot of names. And then Spielberg was one of the few people that stood up for him. And I wonder if this is, Hey, I, I, I can talk about the blacklist too, but did he, they're That's all, interesting. but did he, yeah, they're also showing us that like what has happened to Indiana Jones, sort of how he's, I guess how his life has gone, what the tra- trajectory has been, you know, he, he doesn't have students flirting with them anymore. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's, uh, still, he's, he's got the government after him now. He's been indicted despite the, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of goes with this lone wolf. It's a little bit like, uh, you know, Pete and I, you did the dirty, hairy podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a lot of fun, but it's, it's a little bit like that where it's like, oh, he's our hero, but, uh, there's always someone giving him a hard time. The government's giving him a hard time. Authority has given him a hard time. They don't understand him. They're questioning his, his motives, his intentions, his methods, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with like that, that's what's happened here with Indiana Jones. Um, and like dirty Harry, Indiana Jones has broken a huge number of laws in this movie already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. I mean, that is a long way to go for nothing. For yeah. for no it does it does again it doesn't have any effect on the movie like that's that all paints kind of an interesting picture if they did something with it of like indie yeah. like ah yeah. oh, the students aren't flirting with me I'm getting kind of old I'm you know life isn't what it used to be I'm I'm thought of as an enemy to my country all of a sudden like you know it could be like a like a late period rocky soul searching kind of thing or something you know or like. <laughs> You know, just kind of some sort of like, or you know, Kirk and Star Trek Two, sort of like, oh, I'm all old and washed up. I, you know. All of this would be so. Yeah, so, but there's yeah, nothing. There's none of that. There's none of that. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. What are you gonna do? There does look like there's a uh, false grail in the display case there, though. Yeah. Oh like yeah. Do you think Indy ever yeah. went back to Pancot Palace <laughs> to check on the Maharaja and everything like that? To check on the kids? No. <laughs> No, I no. think he went back no. to see if there's anything else to take, but I don't think he cared yeah. about anybody there. Yeah, I think he went back to see if they cashed the Shankara Stone check. Yeah, and if yeah, if they didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think. I think. Yeah. I think Indy care. I think Indy cared about fortune and glory. Uh, you know, Pankop Palace, and yeah, and 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 that little village for about the s- four minutes of the end of that movie. <laughs> yeah yeah well do you have anything else for the end of this minute there is one line that they took out at the very end that i'm kind of glad they took out oh uh when indy says i don't want their money in the script it also says i'll tell you what they can do with their money <laughs> huh. i think he won huh? well that would go along the lines with wanting to clobber them <laughs> yeah <laughs> right <laughs> I can sort of see your uh, Indiana Jones saying like that. Like Lucy yeah, Van Pelt. But yeah, it's not necessary. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting though, because Jim Broadbent reads the script word for word, but like Indy takes a lot more, like Harrison Ford takes a lot he's more. British. That's how he's the British oh, stage really? actors. Oh, wow. No, they, they learn the lines. That's how they're, they're, they're trained that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah respect and, for and the writer. Indy and, and Harrison <laughs> is, has always had kind of an improvisational feel to his performance. And he's also, let's be, let's be frank. He's mm-hmm. high. Yeah, he's going to the bejesus belt. (laughs) (laughs) He sees three Jim Broadbents in front of him. He's trying to pick one and get through the scene. Get back to his trailer. Cue bong sound effect. Get back to his trailer. Uh, Well, speaking of stoned, uh, hey, oh, this is a good one, too. This just in from Professor Christy Porter. What was your favorite class in college? Oh. Tommy? I liked my, um, oh, I forget what it was called. I liked all my film classes. I took a bunch of film classes, and they're all cool. Got to watch movies. All of them? Was yeah. it one? It was all of them? Okay, all of them. Yeah. Eh, it's the same room. <laughs> I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> I room. look just like, yeah. Marshall, Barnett, whatever. Different yeah. wings, same room. Yeah. Uh, Pete. Camera angles. Oh, man, that's a hard one. I took a uh, a uh, class about religion in the Near East, like ancient religion in the Near East. Uh, you know, like 3000 BCE, 2000 BCE, which was fantastic. Oh, and, like, cool. Sort of what how was we, that how we through? Got to now. Near Eastern language and culture, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a good class. Um, Sully. Uh, other than my other than my film classes at NYU, I had a great screenwriting teacher named Mark Arowitz who gave me the greatest note after a screenplay, which is he had this very deep kind of Sam Elliott voice. And he he said to me after a screenplay I wrote was Sullivan, what you've got here is a who cares story. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but I also took a great class, uh, uh, called Judaism, Christianity and Islam at New York university where it, it was about the, the, the common links and the, you know, the, the, the origins of all the religions, how they, how one bled into the other. And, uh-huh. and, and while I'm, you know, I'm the definition of an atheist heathen, uh, I loved that I was actually I was I was not then I it, that helped me become one, but <laughs> I actually had really, the same uh, exact experience. I had a similar but, class. But my like, oh. but my but learning about them, it's sort of like oh now that I understand this guy, it it made it was more of a learning from a sociological point of view mm-hmm. rather than uh, a spiritual point of view. Whatever you believe spiritually is fine. Whatever I don't care about that. But it's like let's understand how these came to be. And yeah, uh, yeah. I mm-hmm. it really affected me in a great way, and I, I I still have I actually still have the books from that class. I still have them. Wow! No, oh, that's cool. I uh, I you, took Gerald? I took a class just like well, Pete, you'll know this at Indiana University. Drop an ad, you know. You tried to get yeah. into like a, you know you had to get into like your you know a prerequisite or something you're required to take and. You couldn't get in at all, and at the end of the day, you still had to fill up 15 credit hours or whatever. They'd be like, oh, okay, third-year Portuguese. You know, you just had to, like, (laughs) pick something. And I took, and it was weird, I took it as an elective just by because it was one of the few classes that was left open at, you know, 4.30 on Friday afternoon. 
I know what is be, it? It's the history of the plague, right? Oh, that was really good. I did take that. Oh, history. No. Yeah, it oh, wasn't. Okay. That was a good one. I had, I had history of epidemics, which was that was a fantastic class. But uh, I think my my favorite one was it was <laughs> it was in the College of Nursing, which I am not a nurse and never, <laughs> never <laughs> planned on becoming one. But it, it was uh, immunology. And it, it, mm. it was me and like 250 women. And it was absolutely riveting. Like the, the, hmm. the, the, yeah, the, the, the uh, teacher was kind of a, a little bit of an Indiana Jones type where he had been in like World War II and he had been in like the, you know, the Pacific and theater and like he had seen all sorts of really, you know, sort of, you know, odd and esoteric diseases and then we discuss them and then we discuss what exactly they did to you like so this is what happens when you contract you know whatever like legionnaire's disease or something it begins with you know it was just Hmm. it was really interesting and and uh yeah i think that was my favorite class can, can I quickly share one thing? You can cut this out if you want, but I want to share this one thing. I took a bunch of classes as prerequisites when I was getting my film degree at New York University. And some of them I really half-assed. I mean, I just like, what's the <laughs> bare minimum I can do in this class so I don't have to worry about this elective? And I took Introduction to Anthropology. And I went to my final examination in this big hall at NYU and they give you the little blue book and everything like that. And I started giggling because I realized that if at that moment you put a gun to my head and said, define the word anthropology, pull the trigger. I had no idea. I had no clue <laughs> what I was doing in that class. And I got the C and moved on. <laughs> Which, by the nice. way, is written in Gaelic around my family crest. Get the C and move on. <laughs> Beautiful. Words to live by. It's always worked for me. Uh, well, Sully, thank you again for joining us again this week again. <laughs> we talked about everything but King of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I can't think of any uh, movies we didn't cover. <laughs> but... Listen, hey, we got Friday too. You should come back on Friday and we'll cover uh, Tootsie, Dark Crystal, and let's say Stripes. Sure. Okay. Uh, so please, all of you, come back on Friday for minute 27 of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Yes. 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 No. Ha, 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 ha